nurses, what untapped reservoirs of brilliance lie within you? Let's talk about your untapped reservoirs of nursing brilliance right here on episode 112 of the Nurse Keith Show. Well, hello, everyone. What's up? And welcome to the Nurse Keith Show. Thanks for being part of the Nurse Keith Nation. This podcast is all about you and your nursing career. And I'm here to share education, inspiration, and ideas that'll get you moving in a positive and inspired direction in your career. The Nurse Keith Show is now reaching listeners on six continents. Thank you to my friends in Europe, Asia, Australia, New Zealand, Africa, who are listening into the show. Thank you so much for being here with me. And to those of you in North America as well and South and Central America, thanks for tuning in. I'm super grateful for all of you listening and sharing the show with your colleagues. I'm a member of the Pulse Media Network of Podcasters, along with RNFM Radio, the Innovative Nurse Show, Elizabeth Scala's Your Next Shift Podcast, and the Gluten-Free RN. And you know what? The new RNFM Radio is happening right now as I speak. The new trifecta has recorded a teaser episode that was released very recently. You can catch it over at rnfmradio.com or on iTunes or whatever podcast app you use on your smartphone. RNFM will be completely relaunched by midsummer, so stay tuned. A lot is happening over at Pulse Media Network and RNFM Radio. You can find the Nurse Keith Show over on iTunes. Please leave a rating and review if you would be so kind. And the show notes for this episode are at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 112. That's nursekeith.com forward slash episode 112. Anyway, I'm super grateful that you're here. And let's dig into today's topic. So just recently on June 13th, 2017, I published a blog post over on my blog, Digital Doorway, and it was about the concept of your untapped reservoirs of brilliance. And that term came up, that concept came to mind one day when I was speaking to a coaching client on the phone, and I used that phrase, your untapped reservoir of brilliance, and a light bulb went on in my head, and I thought, wow, I need to write about that, and I also need a podcast about it, because it's a very important concept. You see, brilliance can mean so many different things to many different people, You might think of academic brilliance, literary brilliance, scientific brilliance, but there are other forms of brilliance and intelligence that we don't talk about quite as much that I think are important, and I think they're very crucial to many aspects of growing, developing, and elevating your nursing career. So in that blog post, I mentioned six different types of brilliance that I thought were important for you nurses and myself included to consider. And those are the brilliance of your network. And we've talked about networking here on the show before. The other is your intuitive brilliance. So the brilliance and intelligence of your intuitive powers, your emotional brilliance, which also includes emotional intelligence, your relational brilliance, which includes relational 
intelligence. Then there's your nursing brilliance, which is that nursing nursey aspect of you that's so important to consider and to tap into and leverage and be proud of and value. And then there's your lifelong brilliance, all of those other untapped reservoirs that need to be considered and really valued by you and the people around you and the people who know you. So when we talk about the brilliance of your network, we've talked about this before on RNFM radio. I've definitely talked about here on my show. I wrote about it in my book, and I've written about it on my blog, and I'll keep talking about it because it's so important. And I talk to so many of my coaching clients about it because I think networking is just so crucial. And the question I want to ask you is when you need advice, when you need to reach out to someone regarding your nursing career, who are you reaching out to? When you're applying for a job or a promotion, Who are you calling or emailing or sending a note to, asking them to be a reference, asking them to stand up for you and vouch that you're the amazing person that you know you are? Your network, your professional network out there is a reservoir of brilliance that you have at your fingertips at every moment. So whether you connect with people online, like on LinkedIn or even Facebook or Twitter or anywhere else that you meet and connect with other professionals, that reservoir of brilliance, that network can mean so much to you in the course of your career. For instance, I've told this story before when I was hanging out on Twitter and I met Kevin Ross, who Together with our friend Anna Morrison, we launched RNFM Radio back in 2012. We had no idea that we would become so important to one another as friends, as colleagues, as comrades, as podcast co-hosts, and as business partners. Or when I met my friend Renee Thompson online as well through social media, I didn't know that she would become one of my closest friends, one of my most powerful allies in my career, but also in my personal life. So that network that I've grown over time, especially through my social media connections, has really served me well. And I use authentic communication and authentic connection to keep nurturing a lot of those relationships, to keep them alive, and to grow new relationships as new people come across my path and enter my orbit. But also beyond your professional network, the brilliance of your network also includes your friends, your family, the people who you love and who love you. You never know when you have, let's say, a wise elderly neighbor you meet for coffee every month or so and you sit and chat, or maybe you play a game of Scrabble, that elderly neighbor might have just some nugget of brilliance that comes up in conversation that could change the game for you. It could be a life-changing comment that just means so much to you. You never know. So your network isn't just the people who you meet online. It's not just the people who you work with or supervise or the people who supervise you. It can also be the people you meet on the street, the people you meet at the store, the shop owners, the local business owners who are part and parcel of your life. It could be the barista down the corner at the local coffee shop. So remember, your network 
has many different types of brilliance and many different types of people in it. And I want you to think about the ways in which your network is probably much, much bigger than you ever thought, much richer than you ever thought. And those untapped people are part of that untapped reservoir of brilliance that I want you to consider to be a powerful engine behind your personal life and your personal growth, but also the growth of your professional nursing career. Next, my friends, is your intuitive brilliance. And in the blog post, I asked the question, have you ever walked into a job interview and felt certain that you were in the right place at the right time and you just knew that this was the place for you? This was where you wanted to hang your professional hat? At the same time, on the other side of the coin, have you ever walked in for a job interview or visited a workplace and felt sick to your stomach and you knew that this is a place you would never want to work for no matter how much money they gave you, you wouldn't want to set foot in that door again. Well, that's your intuition at work. And you nurses out there who work in the clinical realm or have worked in the clinical realm, you know that sometimes your intuition clinically will lead you to a decision that wasn't even apparent based on the signs and symptoms in front of you, but you knew something was wrong, that there was something you needed to check, there was a question you needed to ask, there was another lab that needed to be run, just something that you knew wasn't right. Your hair was standing up on end on the back of your neck, there was a feeling in your gut that something wasn't right, or you just knew you were just guided intuitively to ask that question, do that assessment, take that extra blood pressure, whatever it was. That intuitive brilliance is not something to be denied and not to be undervalued. When you choose to second guess your intuition, I mean, I found that in my own life, second guessing my intuition is often a mistake because that intuition is often right the first time. So paying attention to your intuition is key. You have to choose and work at paying attention to it and learn to listen to it more deeply. If you've ever been in a clinical situation where you didn't trust your gut, and then things went south and you thought to yourself, oh my God, if only I had listened to that little voice in my head telling me that something wasn't right, I wouldn't have walked out of that room and then all hell came crashing down for that patient. So remember, folks, you have a clinical intuition. You also have an emotional, a spiritual, a psycho-emotional intuition that's important to pay attention to. And that third area of untapped brilliance, that third reservoir of brilliance is your emotional brilliance. I've talked on the show before about emotional intelligence, EI, and your emotional quotient, your EQ. We've also covered this on RNFM radio, and this is the underpinnings of your emotional brilliance. So your emotional brilliance allows you to feel really deeply. It allows you to go deep inside for that deepest compassion and empathy for the patient sitting in front of you or for the colleague next to you in the nurse's station who's suffering. 
Your emotional intelligence has to do with your ability to read and respond to your own emotions and also to read and respond to the emotions of others. I know a lot of you out there listening are highly emotionally intelligent and that emotional intelligence, that emotional brilliance can be part of what makes you the nurse who you are and makes you the person you are. So pay attention to that emotional aspect of your life. Pay attention to those deeper feelings and your ability, your powers of perception to read body language, to read facial expressions, to understand what's going on for someone else, to walk a mile in someone else's shoes, that empathy, that emotional depth that can really give legs to who you are as a nurse and how far you can go and how deep you can go with your patients and also your colleagues. Pay attention to the powers of your emotional life and what your emotional life is trying to tell you. Your emotional brilliance can be the very life force that empowers you through each day. It can be the engine of your authenticity and your connection with other people. If you need help getting in touch with your emotional brilliance, a little psychotherapy or counseling can go a long way. Your faith leader might be really helpful. There's lots of workshops and books out there about tapping into your emotional self and really honoring it and honoring your intuition as well. So make sure that you're paying attention to it. Make sure that you're trusting your empathic nature and allowing that empathic nature to be one of the engines that drives who you are as a nurse and as a human being. Hey folks, I want to take a quick pause for the cause here to remind you that I'm going to be speaking once again at the National Nurses and Business Association Annual Conference in St. Pete's Beach, Florida, September 8th, 9th, and 10th, 2017. If you have even a tiny interest in starting a business or a side hustle as a nurse entrepreneur, the NNBA conference is the premier place to be in order to light the fire of nurse entrepreneurship in your heart and mind. And you know what? Kevin Ross and Elizabeth Scala from RNFM Radio and the Pulse Media Network are going to be joining me in presenting a pre-conference workshop on the power of podcasting. That's right. If you would like to launch a podcast, whether it's related to nursing and healthcare or something entirely different, you can learn from us. We're the experts and you can come away with everything you need to know to launch your own podcast. There are also going to be pre-conference workshops on legal nurse consulting, on the business of blogging, so many great ways to learn, so many awesome people to meet. This is my favorite conference of the year. So head over to the show notes for this episode and click on the links for more information. I will see you in Florida at the National Nurses and Business Association Conference, September 8th through 10th, 2017. Now, related to your emotional intelligence and your emotional and, and intuitive brilliance is your relational brilliance. We nurses tend to be quite relational people. We tend to be helpers. We're people who want to reach out and help and serve other people. And 
where our emotional intelligence is put into action, that happens in our relationships. So relational brilliance and relational intelligence, they help you on the interpersonal level, relating to patients, relating to colleagues, being able, like I said about emotional intelligence, to read the inner life of others. And if you can read the inner life of others and have that ability to read and respond to your own emotions, that can help you go deeper in your relationships and be more effective at work, at home, with your patients, in all aspects of your life. So your brilliance in relationships might lie in communication, or you might be an excellent listener. You might be a great nurse in terms of your ability to practice motivational interviewing, to ask questions and cajole patients into action to help them see what it is they need to do to move their lives and their health forward. So any of these skills related to interacting with other human beings are very important and your relational brilliance can really be one of the things that drives you, that drives who you are. Now I'll share that for myself, I am a highly relational person. My life revolves around relationships. I thrive on interaction with other people. It doesn't necessarily have to be in person. It can be by text, by phone, on social media, through letters and cards, through all sorts of different interactions. I have elderly people in my life. I have children. I have many animals. I have other adult friends and families and all sorts of people in my life, and they are what make my life turn. That's what makes my world go round because I'm a highly relational person. So if you are similar, if relationships are important to you, then your relational brilliance may already be in full flower. But if you feel that you're missing out on relationships, if you feel that perhaps your introversion is keeping you from reaching out, from being connected with other people, or if you feel like you're missing the mark with your patients or with your colleagues, you're not checking in, you're not asking pertinent questions, you're not showing natural, authentic curiosity, then this area of relational intelligence can be an area where you lean in and do some personal growth, grow and expand and bring those skills to bear. So my friends, relational brilliance will never steer you wrong. Your ability to nurture positive, wonderful, powerful relationships in your life will help you personally and professionally. And it's a quality really worthy of your attention and really worthy of nurturing and growing. Now, your nursing brilliance is a brilliance that shines in many, many ways, both when you're on duty, if you're a clinical nurse, or if you're off duty at home or at the store or anywhere else. You know, we nurses are so trusted by the public. We've talked about that before. And our collective brilliance as nurses is, like I said in the blog post, it's like a beacon to those who need both the art and science of nursing to work on their behalf. So your nursing brilliance might lie in your relationships with patients, and that relates to 
that relational brilliance that we were just talking about, relational intelligence. Some nurses thrive on connection, interpersonal connection, and that nurse-patient dynamic can be a really powerful force for positive change in patients' lives. But perhaps your nursing brilliance lies in your ability to read the latest research and distill it down and look at evidence-based findings and really look deeply at what's happening out there in research and in medicine and healthcare and technology. Or your nursing brilliance might be your ability to educate other professionals, other nurses. You might be a nurse educator. You might be a clinical nurse specialist. And your nursing brilliance lies in your ability to impart important clinical and scientific information to other people. That's a great form of nursing brilliance. So whether you're a researcher, an educator, a clinician, a teacher, it doesn't really matter. Your nursing brilliance will shine through in whatever way is most important and most powerful for you. And we nurses need to recognize, we need to always remember that we need nurses in every sector of our profession in the healthcare space. We don't want to see ICU nurses undervaluing the nurses who work in the public schools or the nurses who work in research or education. We're all equally as important. We all need to see that the value of the nursing brilliance of other nurses is so crucial. We need to recognize it. We need to honor it. And we need to see how we all lend to the brilliance, the collective brilliance of the profession. And it's that collective brilliance that I think the public truly recognizes and sees and values so deeply. Now, friends, we've talked about relational brilliance, emotional brilliance, nursing brilliance, your intuitive brilliance. There is also just your lifelong brilliance. It's the brilliance and power of your collective network. It's the brilliance of your ability to create the life that you really want. It's your brilliance that brings you to the workplace and helps you to shine and helps you to be the nurse you truly want to be. Now, here is your homework, my friends. I want you to look at these six different areas. Look at your network Consider who it is you need to bring a little more closer. Who do you need to lean in with? Who are the people who you need to reach out to? Who are the ones who haven't gotten much of your attention yet, but really truly need and deserve it? What aspects of your network would you like to grow? Consider that or let me know what you're thinking about. Or if you have questions about growing your network, I can give you some helpful hints on how to do that. Just email me at keith at nursekeith.com. Let me know that you want to grow your network, but you're not quite sure what steps to take. Next, in terms of your intuitive brilliance, I want you to consider the ways in which you undervalue your intuition or ignore your intuition. And the next time you hear that little voice, the next time you know that there's something inside you telling you that something's not right, that you need to pay more attention, walk back into that patient's room. You're not sure why, but you need to do it. Follow that intuition. 
consider this your homework to watch for those intuitive moments and to react positively when your intuition comes to bear. Now, in terms of your emotional brilliance, pay attention to what's happening for you emotionally. If you find that you feel a little bit out of touch with your emotional life, with your emotional self, maybe short-term counseling or psychotherapy might be helpful. Maybe working with a life coach might be helpful. Talking to a faith leader, look at the ways in which you are or are not tuning in to your emotional life, to your emotional self, and consider ways that you might want to bring those forward and nurture that emotional part of yourself so that you can be a more well-rounded and effective nurse and clinician. In terms of your relational brilliance, this taps back into your network. Consider the ways in which you really lean into relationships. Consider the ways in which your being in someone's life are a gift, how you're a value to other people. And think about the other people who are a gift and a value to you. Going back to your network, who are the people who you feel you are most important to? Who are the people who you bring the most brilliance to in your interactions and relationships? And then consider who you want to be more close to you and consider how you would like to go about nurturing those relationships and nurturing your ability to be relationally brilliant. And if there are ways in which you feel you have given certain people or certain parts of your life short shrift, now's the time to lean in. So friends, you have so many different forms of brilliance in you. I want you to really consider these and consider how you would like to have your brilliance shine even more brightly. If you want a little bit of inspiration for me, if you would like to run these by me, feel free to email me at keith at nursekeith.com. We will talk about your brilliance, your various types of brilliance, and especially the ones that you feel you have not been paying enough attention to and the ones that you think would move your career or your personal life forward more fully and in a really vital way. I hope you feel uplifted and empowered from this episode, my friends, and I want you to take inspired action in the interest of your career and your professional satisfaction every day. Today is really a pause for the cause of just looking deeply at ourselves, appreciating those various forms of brilliance that make us who we are, and considering how to make those areas of brilliance shine even brighter for us in our personal and professional lives. The Nurse Keith Show is edited and produced by two brilliant people, Tim Hollowell of thepodcastingguy.com, and social media and promotion are handled by the equally brilliant Mark Cappy Spiesen. I am very indebted to their brilliance. They are super helpful to me, and I can't thank them enough for being here with me. My friends, I'd like you to consider signing up for my newsletter at nursekeith.com. In exchange for signing up, you'll get my 12-page LinkedIn profile makeover guide that has been made over itself for the new LinkedIn that was launched by Microsoft. There are some changes there, and those are all reflected in the new download on my website. You can leave me a voicemail right at nursekeith.com, and I can play your question on the air. And I really want you to stay positive. 
I want you to care for yourself and others. I want you to reach out to me and reach out to others. Take inspired action in the interest of your career and tune in again as we continue to explore how to make your nursing career more satisfying and fun than you ever imagined. Keep being brilliant, folks. Be well, dig deep, keep in touch, and I'll see you soon. 